I'm Heidi. I'm Heather. And we're sisters. This is the H&H Show. Hi, friends. Happy summer, and welcome back to the H&H Hour. We know it's been a minute since you've heard our voices. If you're just joining us, my name is Heather Taves, and I'm sitting next to my sister and my co-host and one of my best friends, Heidi Bolt. Hi, friends. We're glad you're here. If you're new to the show, we had someone ask um, yesterday, what's the point of your show? And I reminded her that it's just about the fact that ordinary is extraordinary. Yeah. And that so often in life, it's actually the very small things that make up the really big things, the important things and the things that God values. Yeah. You know, as the older I get, the more that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, when I was younger, it was like, I have to do this big thing or Mm -hmm. I need to achieve this big thing or this big thing is is what success looks like. And man, I don't, I I know age has a lot to do with it just because you've, you've lived enough life to then experience that Mm -hmm. it's actually those smaller things that are the most important things. But I can't even tell you, Heidi, just in the last even six months, how my perspective has even shifted more Mm -hmm. towards the things in our lives that are so ordinary, but that are so wonderful. Yeah. And I take them, I used to take them for granted. And I, I really feel like I'm not perfect about it, but I really feel like now I don't anymore. Even Mm -hmm. just last night, we were sitting out on my back deck having dinner, just the four of us. And it was a beautiful night and we had you know, food off the grill and fresh veggies and fresh fruit. And I know not everyone gets that. So many people don't get to have those kinds of, um, of things in their lives and fresh vegetables. But we were sitting there just having a conversation with our kids and it was totally normal and totally ordinary. Actually, not really that ordinary because I know not every family gets to do that. Yeah. But to me, it was was the most simple, ordinary, beautiful thing that I would have rather been doing nothing else yeah than that yeah and to know that's what you're called to and mm-hmm. that's the lane you're running in mm-hmm. and you're doing it with joy mm-hmm. and not with a begrudging spirit mm-hmm. I think that so often we can get in a rhythm of begrudging our everyday mm-hmm. our ordinary and we can get in a habit of mm-hmm. being negative about it yeah and um I know recently I've been sensing kind of a a thread of negativity mm. on in all aspects of life mm. and you know noticing like wow this conversation this person's having if they just shifted it a tiny bit from negative to positive their entire outlook would be so different right and um i think it's that's something that over the last few years i've worked on in my life is seeing things from a very positive perspective and so that's why i'm more aware of it now right when i sense it in other people but just that shift it's so simple to shift And to go, God, how do I see this from a positive perspective instead of pointing out the negative in everything? Right. And it's two things. It's how you think about it, Mm -hmm. your thoughts, and then your words, what you say about it. I have heard um, several people just within the last few weeks call their children names like turd or these little weasels or, you know, things like that. They're, they're said in, in like a joking spirit, a joking way. And, and I've done it before too. But I started thinking about like, wow, what if we didn't? Yeah. What if we changed our words? What mm-hmm. if we used our words to actually speak life over them? Yeah. You know, what if we said, you know, my kids are learning to 
be respectful. My children are learning. My children are, um, my children are prayer warriors. Like, and I know that's a really extreme example, but what if we started to speak those things over them instead of saying the thing that demeans them? Yeah. And then we did that with our spouse and we did that with our friends and we did that with our church and we did that with our community. We did that with our city. Yeah. You know, I think just those little tweaks in our life would really change a lot about how we walk through our through our lives. Yeah, I agree. And I think too, on a spiritual level, that's the practical level. And on the spiritual level, I guess part of that's the spiritual because we are um, speaking things that aren't as if they are. Uh, Yes. That's, I think that so often our kids and our spouse and ourselves are becoming the things we are speaking about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's that self-reflection first of what am I speaking over myself? Yes. What am I speaking over those closest to me? And then what am I, what am I radiating to those around me? Mm-hmm. You know, I think you can brush shoulders with people at the grocery store and get like a really bad vibe from them just based on how they're pushing their grocery cart, you know, right. how they're interacting That's with people right. around them. And we get the opportunity to bring heaven to earth and, um, I mean, that's now. That's yes. not on Judgment Day. Right. That's right, right now. now. Yes. Um, well, and I think also, you said it, and I, but I want to go back to it. People really do emulate what you speak over them. Absolutely. So let's talk about our spouses. Yeah. You know, if you're speaking negativity over your spouse, it doesn't mean that you're causing your spouse to be that way. Maybe he does or she does have something going on in their life that, you know, they are being a jerk. Mm-hmm. But when you say that to them, when you call them that name, whether it's to their face or behind their backs or to other people, guess what? They are going to walk in that yeah. a lot more than they would if you didn't call them that. Yeah. It's, it's on you too. Yeah. And we have to, sw- we have to switch the narrative. Mm-hmm. We have to start speaking life over yeah. each other. And, and I love that you said that call what isn't mm-hmm. into, into existence. Yeah. Well, and I think too, uh, you know, the enemy can't read our thoughts. We've talked about this. So this might sound like a sound bite, but he can't read our thoughts, but he can hear our words. Yes. And so when we are spe- choosing those negative conversations over people we love, over people around us, then it plants ideas in his mind about how he can best attack them. Yeah. Like, oh, he struggles with negativity? By all means, I'm going to plant a whole bunch of negative opportunity in front of him, and he is going to take the bait. Right. And so it's that whole concept of like, we are baiting the enemy. We are baiting Satan. Yes. When we choose those conversation paths that lead us down that, yes, that road. And it is so quick and it is so easy. Yeah. We're being the devil's assistant. Absolutely, we are. And I think if you are evaluating your relationships and the people you choose to surround yourself with on a social level, if they help you take that bait, if they help you speak that narrative, if they agree with you every time you're negative about your spouse, you might need to evaluate if you need different influences mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's not an easy conversation. Um, and it's not easy to... Uh, create that community, but it is worth it Mm -hmm. because who you are with is who you are becoming. That is so true. And so um, I think that it's so important, Heather, we, you and I talk a lot about um, just a heavenly perspective. Mm -hmm. We know that today is not only about today, Mm -hmm. that it's about raising up our children for what is to come. And the word of God tells us that what is to come is heaven coming to earth Mm -hmm. and God bringing his kingdom and establishing his new reign mm-hmm. on the earth. Yes. And so we have to be so strategic and so um, responsible with what we have been entrusted mm-hmm. because we are helping create the foundation for that new earth. Right. 
And I know that can seem really deep and really like, wait, what? But that is what's happening is. in our ordinary, yes. everyday lives. Yes. And the way we are training up our kids in what Believe- seems mundane, teaching them how to fold yes. laundry, teaching them how to put away the dishes properly, teaching them how to you know, uh, do work with order, that seems so mundane. But it's that, that we're helping create a character in them yes. that should be emulated by hopefully their children someday. That's right. And the the everyday things are the things that are laying down the foundation for mm-hmm. eternity. Absolutely. You're totally right about that. Even our attitudes, yeah. which that's such a challenging thing for me to think about, such a convicting thing for me to think about, that my attitude today is laying a foundation for how I will spend eternity. Yep. And, you know... I often think like we we can get really wrapped up in, well, I need to do this better or I need to do that better or I need to change the way I talk to my kids or my husband. And yes, there is work involved in it on our end, but you can't do any of it without Jesus. No. Like he's the source. Yeah. He's the one that allows you then as you surrender to him, as you repent, as you come to him and say, Lord, I don't have the strength to change my attitude because really what my flesh wants to do is just gripe at my kids all day long Mm -hmm. um, and be mean to my husband. But with you, I'm going to change that attitude. And so it really does look like going to Jesus and asking him to help you overcome. And you said it earlier, this is something I've been working on. Mm -hmm. And I know what you mean by that is you're going to the Lord and saying, hey, Lord, I want to I want to shift this. I don't want to be that negative person that sees the negative and everything. I want to see the joy and the positivity and point out the good in things. And I need your help in that. That's right. And I think just a practical tip is if you are struggling with that or not even struggling, a practical tip would be even if it's 30 seconds in the morning, instead of getting out of your bed and grabbing your phone, like truly get on your knees right by your bedside Mm -hmm. and just have a moment with Jesus. Start by saying, hey, good morning, God. I'm so thankful Mm -hmm. that you woke me up today Mm -hmm. and then just dialogue with him it's that simple it does not have to be eloquent it does not have to be like sound like it could be um broadcast over a microphone or on a podcast it just has to be between you and jesus and ask him to help you through your day Mm -hmm. and he will it will shift everything so i had a really incredible experience um a little while ago i was in a setting with a group of people and there was someone else in that setting that i've had some struggles with in the past Mm -hmm. and um we see things from a different perspective oftentimes and sometimes that can cause some friction you know i love debate and that's good and, and all of that but um this person was speaking and my first instinct was to kind of like recoil a little bit mm. and think, well, what this person has to say is not something that I'm going to want to hear. Hmm. And as quickly as that thought came into my mind, the Holy Spirit said, you better listen. Hmm. I use anybody I want to use. Come on. <laughs> and I was like, dang, okay. Yeah. You know, and so, and I did. And it, because I chose to have that kind of a heart response yeah. and not like a, I don't really like this person and I don't really care what they say. And then when that person said, actually is exactly what I would have said had I gotten up there. Interesting. And I resonated with every single thing that they said. Wow. And it was such a good reminder for me that even though we might not align 100% with everybody, God can still use people that we don't necessarily agree with or the 
that we don't see eye to eye with or that we maybe have just had a beef with, yeah. you know? And it's about our heart response. It's, it's about us saying, okay, God, you want to, you want to use a donkey? <laughs> you want to, you want to speak through a donkey? Okay. I'm going to listen. Yeah. Do you want to use this person that I don't really like that much? Okay. I'm going to listen. Yeah. And it was, it was a really good reminder for me yeah. to be very careful of casting any sort of stone towards mm. a person that God may be speaking through, his spirit so may be speaking through. Well, and who knows, perhaps that person, when you did have that struggle with, maybe they were going through a really hard life situation that you had no insight into. And those experiences came in a time that they weren't their best. Exactly. And so you may have been kind of like prejudging that person based on a time that they were struggling. Exactly. And now they're healthy or or more whole. Mm-hmm. You know, and or so more it's mature. Like, yeah. 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 So I think what a good reminder for us all to just like, man, check our heart. Cause we we do tend to be a fairly judgmental people as a human race. Yeah. And we we can tend to judge people based on what they were 10, 20, 15, you know, 15 right. years ago. Or even one year ago. Or yeah. even one month ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's why we are not judge. Yeah. That's why God is, we are not. Yeah. Okay. So Heather, that's a great segue to um, the fact that God is the judge Mm -hmm. and uh, talking about the new heaven that will be coming. Um, Just a few days ago, I was reading in Isaiah 65 and I want to just read it because he says it so well. The Lord says, I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. Mm. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am, here I am. To a nation that did not call on my name. And I want to pause there because I think we're in a season where it is so cr- critical that we as a nation are calling on the name of the Lord and that we're not sitting back as individuals expecting the pastors or the leaders or um, the, the people that are in charge of big platforms to be doing it. It is the ordinary people walking their ordinary lives yes. that need to be calling on the Lord for yes. repentance. Lord, heal our land. Yes. And I think that we have to understand that um, there's a story in the Bible where Abraham was experiencing this city that was going to be destroyed. And he was able to go to God and convince God that if he could find a very small handful of people, that God would not destroy that city. And they had this whole dialogue about it. And I just imagine these very ordinary people being raised up by the Holy Spirit in order to save that nation and to, to save that city. And we can do that. We have the opportunity yes. to do that. Yes. So it's all about, it's about all of us. And then if you skip all the way down, th- this whole chapter is so good. I'm not going to read it all, but I would encourage you to go read Isaiah 65. It's about the judgment and the final salvation that the Lord is going to bring. And in verse 17, he says, look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth and no one will even think about the old one anymore. Be glad and rejoice forever in my creation. And look, I will create Jerusalem as a place of happiness. Her people will be a source of joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and I will delight in my people. Mm. That's us. Like the Lord is going to be delighting in us. And the sound of weeping and crying will be heard no more. No longer will babies die when only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they have lived a full life. No longer will people be considered old at 100. (laughs) Only the cursed will die that young. In those days, people will live in the houses they built and eat the fruit of their own vineyards. So good. And I wanted to share that because it's it's showing us that the work we are doing now yes. is worthwhile. Yes. It is not creating our salvation, but it is helping create the foundation for the new earth yes. or the new heaven that's yeah. coming to earth. Yes. Because it says the houses we have built, 
Yes. The vineyards we have planted, it will be the houses we live in, the fruit that we eat. And so we have to take heart that those very mundane things that we feel like we're doing, they are part of the new heaven. Yes. It is not going to all be for nothing. Right. And I know today it might feel like it's all for nothing. Yes. But it matters. Yes. And so the things we're speaking, they matter. Yes. The 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 work that God has called us to put our hands to, the word of God says that He has He can bless the work of our hands. Mm-hmm. And that is proof in Isaiah that He will bless the work mm-hmm. of our hands. Something simple like planting a garden. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that right. that will be part of the new heaven? Right. Part of what we will partake yes. of. And no matter what it is that you do, anything, where we have listeners that do all sorts of things. So across the board, whether it's your career or whether you're a stay-at-home mom or whether you're a garbage collector or a lawyer or a school teacher or therapist, no matter what it is that you do, yeah, it matters. That's right. And it is laying that foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So take heart. You know, you might be discouraged and disheartened today, but Jesus is working so many things. And I think so often we perceive maybe one or two at the most, and he's doing 10,000 things behind the scenes and we don't even know it. We don't even know it. So um, so don't be discouraged. Yes. Well, and Heidi, I also want to just share with our listeners that for us, rhythms are really important. Mm -hmm. And with this podcast, we have found that summer for us needs to look a little bit different because of our kids Mm -hmm. and being able to take some rest and being able to slow down a little bit, although it doesn't feel like it slowed down yet, but <laughs> slow down a little bit um, before we regroup for the fall. So what that looks like for us with this show for the summer is one show a month. Yeah. So we'll be doing one show a month through the summer and early fall as we get our kids going back into school. And we're going to go to the pool with them and take them to hockey and golf and all the things and, and try to um, just spend some time being really intentional about being involved in their lives and yeah. not just pouring ourselves out for everyone else. Yep. So this is the show for June. Yep. We'll be back with another show in July. And you can still reach out to us at any point. Absolutely. On Instagram. We're at the H&H Hour on Instagram or the H&H Hour at gmail.com. And we will definitely respond to you. But we just wanted you to know that we're, we haven't fallen off the earth. No. We're still here. Yeah. Um, we're just taking some time for our family so over the good. summer. Thanks for, to- thanks for toning in. <laughs> I need to do some toning today. <laughs> Me too. Thank you for tuning in, friends. We're glad that you do. And um, if you need prayer, shout out at us. We will pray for you. Have a great summer. We'll chat to you in July.